You are listening to This is Oklahoma, hosted by Mike Hearn, telling stories of Oklahomans and those that have made it their home. This podcast is made possible by the Made in Oklahoma program, created for Oklahoma's entrepreneurs. The free-to-join program focuses on economic growth and development for the small businesses who grow, process, or manufacture a good within Oklahoma. Retail stores who sell Made in Oklahoma products can also benefit from their program. Above all, they encourage you to support and shop local wherever possible. Find them on Facebook and visit their website at www.madeinoklahoma.net to learn more. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of This is Oklahoma. Mike Hoon here, your host, back with another episode, uh, one of our Made in Oklahoma episodes today. I have Tracy with me from Augusta's Green Source, and reading on the website stuff, like I'm not a hot fan of food. Like I'm <laughs> from the UK originally, we don't really have great taste buds. And I'm just not, like, I, I don't know, I, maybe some people do in the UK, I do not. Um, but I have heard that people, when they go to the UK, say that we don't have great food and it's bland. I kind of agree with that. But so I've never like liked spicy kind of hot type of foods. I've always kind of stayed away from it because it just wasn't in my kind of meals growing up, right? Yeah. Um, but I do see, you know, my wife loves hot food and, you know, she tells me all about it. And her general joke is that, you know, if I see something she's eating and I think I'd like it, she's like, oh, it's too spicy. You'd never want it. <laughs> found out she that stuff is now not too spicy and she's just doing that because she knows I wouldn't, 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 wouldn't want to try it. Um, but obviously before we get into talking about, you know, the green sauce and the stuff that you do, uh, for everybody listening, um, where are you guys at right now? And then, and then tell us a little bit about kind of how you grew up and how, you know, did you grow up in Oklahoma? No, actually I'm from Missouri, but I've lived here most of my adult life. But during this time when the green sauce came about, I was actually living in Ohio and that's how I met my friend Augusto. He was actually visiting there from Brazil mm-hmm. and we would always cook in the kitchen together with our families. And one day he said, Hey, Tracy, try this sauce I made, but it was so hot. It blew my head off. It had like four habaneros in it. And I said, Woo, we got to tame this down. I mean, this is, I'm a gringo here. We got to. Yeah. <laughs> so he said, just do what you want with it. So I kind of tweaked the recipe and we entered a contest out of Fort Worth, Texas called uh, fiery food contest. Mm-hmm. And we didn't know what we were doing. I just slapped a label on the jar and um, I, we entered it. We won first place out of 834 contestants. And of course my phone started blowing up and people said, where's your website? Where can I order? And I said, what's a website? I don't know what I'm doing. Right. Uh, so it kind of just grew from there. Basically it was very, it's very been very organically grown because I actually work a full-time job. So, um, it's not like I went out and I, I did go out and hustle at the beginning, but it's kind of just, like I said, organically grown through the years. Cause I only had so much time and I was one person. Yeah. Yeah. But, How, how'd you guys meet? Um, he, we were living in Ohio at the time and, uh, his, my husband and him were working together and our families just, they're people from Brazil are very, uh, friendly and yeah. open-minded. And, you know, I'm kind of like, who are you bringing over? I, I don't know about these people, but it, you know, they were very warm and our families just grew and, uh, got to know each other. Yeah. It, it's, 
I, I've had kind of some experience with, with friends from South America too. And it's just the culture down there. And they're just great people. They're centered around community. They all eat family meals together. Yeah. You know, it's some of the stuff that I kind of wish that we did. Right. I wish, but it's, uh, that's, that's really cool to, to have that connection. So did you guys, do you, do you meet in Missouri and then move to Oklahoma then? So um, basically from Missouri, I went to Ohio for a short period of time and we were there about five or six years. And that's how my connection came with Augusto and his family. And then we moved back to Oklahoma to be closer to family, but we've stayed in, they still live in Ohio. We've stayed in contact through the years. Yeah. 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 So, so where does your kind of, I guess, passion and love for cooking come up then? Cause you don't just have a source and develop that and say, <laughs> let me turn this down without knowing how to cook. Well, that's true. Um, my, I was always in the kitchen with my grandma growing up and they had, um, I don't know if you've ever heard of Lake of the Ozarks, mm -hmm. but my grandparents had a lodge there with a restaurant when back in the sixties, when I was young and growing up. And so I was always around that. I was always in the kitchen or grown up around food and family dinners and watching her make pies. And I guess that's how it kind of grew through the years. Yeah. And then like I said, you, you kind of take your own recipes and make your yeah. recipes, you'll take family recipes and, and kind of adapt them and, that's interesting that's really cool to have that and it's it's a similar story to i guess that a lot of people that i've asked that question to it's always mum or gran or someone <laughs> right? like they always are in the kitchen with someone and now i think i mean i i was never in the kitchen with my mum because my mum was really good at it and i was terrible <laughs> and I didn't have any interest in it typical boy you know growing up i was like where is food when is it ready <laughs> My poor uh, so so yeah i guess you you know you have this this source then and you you win this contest and people then you see that oh wow there's a demand for this now like you have all these people and i mean we're in a contest out of 800 plus you know entrance it's not a small competition is it it's not like your little city fun fair that's a giant giant i was totally shocked i mean i was i had no idea i just did it just to do it just to see and so it, it blew me away that that I thought, oh, well, maybe I have something here. Maybe we have something here. People like it. When? So what year was that? And then what happened? And after after you win? That was back in like 2016, 2017. We actually entered three years in a row. We won first place three years in a row. And then after that, I stopped because I said three times a charm. After this, we're going to go downhill. So I stopped. Um, so that's really kind of how it, how it started. So I, then I, um, attended the OSU, I don't know, the FAPC, F-A-P-C, yeah. where they have the small business and they tell you how from A to Z. And so that's, you know, that I had to know how to do labels and legal and how to get it in the stores, barcodes. And that's kind of how it started going from there. And then all, all the boring stuff that you're like, oh, right. And I guess, you know, dealing with food is... It's great. There's so many pieces of paper, yeah. right? You've got to have certificates and all this stuff to say that, you know, this is healthy, yeah. legit. And, and yes. And then that's another factor is the ingredients and posting things, but um, it is, it can be overwhelming. And so I would just take like a couple steps and sit back and kind of absorb it all. And then try to do a few, a little bit more because people starting out, think they can just jar it and put it out there but that's just not the case right yeah and, and i guess like you're still working full-time on you so it's not like you know yeah this is this is kind of a nice side project and it's not 
you know, okay, we'd like it to be successful and we'd like it to get into stores, but also it's, if it doesn't, then, then it doesn't matter. You know, it's, you don't yeah. try and pay the bills with, with the source when you have a full-time job at the same time. Yeah. It's probably and- nice to go at it that kind of route, I guess, when you have a job and not, you don't put too much stress on yourself that way. Yeah. But there are people who have put all their, they yeah. started and that, I mean, that's their bread and butter and they have to hit it running. Yeah. And, it's a lot of work. Yeah. I mean, you know, like you mentioned that the OSU, the FABC, the OSU program that's there to help small businesses like yourselves and, and starting out. And, you know, it was probably strange for people to refer to you as a small business when you're like, I'm just selling my source. I guess just, <laughs> you know, I'm, a, I'm a business now. Yeah. I, one thing that I kind of am proud of about it is, is that even though I'm very small compared to some who, you know, have started later than me, I feel great because I feel like I'm still out there and I still have a great customer base. So I, I'm, I'm sticking in there where a lot of companies have, um, kind of had to stop Mm -hmm. because it wasn't working out for them. But I've kind of, I feel good that I've been able to hang on this long and I'm still out there and the customers still can get the sauce. Yeah. So, so tell me a little bit about that process then, you know, as long as it was and as kind of chilled out, actually chilled out as like casual as you were doing it, not worrying about it too much. How, you know, what is that process like of, you know, going, getting all the samples, getting your ingredients and then, you know, getting it into market, right? Like that whole, that's, it's, it's not easy stuff. It's when I first started out, I did it all myself. I would have to rent a health department approved kitchen. Mm. And I'd have, I remember getting up at three o'clock in the morning and going to Walmart and getting all my supplies, dragging it back to the place. And, um, and then as I grew and got more stores, now I have a co-packer, which that's somebody that, you know, makes the sauce for you and jars and labels it, which is, I'm so thankful for that because if I still was, getting up at three o'clock in the morning. I don't think I'd be doing it anymore. <laughs> Plus they can do it so much more economically than I could because they can buy more volume and keeps a price down for the consumer. Yeah. So, so when you got that interest, like, you know, from when like those contests and you got, you know, building up a, a client base and you think I've got to get a website now to be able to sell this. Uh, were you going to kind of like farmers markets to sell that? And then how did you get in touch with the Made in Oklahoma coalition as well? So um, that's true. I would, then I became a part of the Tulsa farmers market, which is now the Cherry street farmers market. And then, then my customer base kind of grew from there. And then I got into more stores and then I, you know, I did a lot of festivals and shows in the Oklahoma area kind to get my name out there. Yeah. So that's a lot of hard work too, because you're loading and pitching up tents and the wind's blowing hundred miles an hour, or it's a rainstorm or there's a tornado, but you hang in there. I don't know why I hang in there, but you do for some reason, <laughs> but, uh, your customers is what keeps you going on. Cause it one, you know, one person will come up and tell you, Oh, I just love this. I hope you don't ever stop making it. So you're like, Oh man. <laughs> okay. So, but, and how, yeah, yeah, you're right. Right. And I mean, having those customers, that's, that's what keeps you going and then having reoccurring business and, and customers that come back every few weeks to buy more sauce or even every week. Like it's, you know, you yeah. build a reputation and you, and you build friendships with locals and customers you know, and, and regular customers that don't you? 
Yes. And so from there, then um, I slowly got into more stores. And so in my, you know, I would start out with little gourmet shops or, you know, then I was able to get into Whole Foods. And then I am in through the research and then Crest Foods in Oklahoma City. So it kind of grew like that. So when the volume got to be that much, then I had to get a co-packer because there was just no way I could carry that volume myself. But um, I I actually should have been a part of the Made in Oklahoma Coalition years ago. And I don't know why I didn't, but I've only been a part of them for um, the last couple of years. But I wish I would have done it earlier because they were great to work with and they there's so many wonderful opportunities for small businesses, just like this podcast here. Yeah, they, they do great work. And, and, you know, it's, it, and also having other small business owners that are making, you know, food related products, whether it's, you know, same other hot sauce or, you know, uh, I, I did a podcast with, um, uh, the lady that makes a salsa. That's like. Sue Ann or. Yeah. No. What is that? Uh, it's like card players. It's like the Ace of Spades and the stuff. What is that? Oh, uh, Ace, Ace, Ace of the Bowl. Yeah. yeah. He was so nice. And then her story yeah. too. And it's very similar, right? It's you just kind of, you know, she was making her product, her, her salsa for uh, her friends to when they played cards. And, you know, you, you <laughs> the same with you and Augusto. Like he would make this sauce. And you're like, someone, yeah. this is really good. I think people would like this. And, you know, <laughs> growing up, you probably never, ever thought that you would have you know, a source that would be in Whole Foods and Reese's and you would be going to farmer's markets, right? Never, never in the wildest dreams. Yeah. Uh, so what, how does it evolve from just the source to more products as well then? Because that's just kind of natural progression, right? Was, was it um, like, okay, like we have these other ideas, let's try other things or cause you, I'm sure there's, you got people and, and customers saying, what else do you have? And, and you know, do you yeah. have this? <laughs> Yeah. They never so, I did try like a red sauce and some people did like it, but it just, it never got off the ground enough for um, it to be in the stores. So that kind of went to the wayside, tried that. But now I do have um, an all natural Bloody Mary mix that I have. I have, you know, I have pickles and garlic and asparagus that have been pickled mm-hmm. and so my line has kind of grown through the years with different things because then when I go to a show, I'm like, well, I can't just have jars of green sauce. I got to have something else. Yeah. So that's kind of how all that evolved through the years, not all at once. Yeah. Is there anything that you're kind of working on at the moment that you looking forward to putting out there? No, not really. <laughs> anything I, uh, you would like to get into in the future? Um, I really haven't thought about it. I'm, I'm hoping to retire in a couple of years. So I do have some ideas that I want to put into my business, more energy, more time that I can spend, but I, they're not like specific goals. I I really don't know if I'm going to do any more products. I've gotten quite a few and it just kind of, I think that's going to be enough. Yeah, no doubt. Tell me about like the process of like, you know, when Whole Foods, you get through that and Whole Foods say, yeah, we, we want you in our stores. And, you know, they probably go from saying, hey, can I just have a case to I need a serious <laughs> amount of you know, How was that? So that was one of my first stores. So it was real exciting to me, um, especially at the time um, they were promoting a lot of local and so I was excited when they reached out to me and um, Andrea, the girl at Fapsi, actually went into Whole Foods with me to fill out the paperwork. 
we, she walked me through the process and um, it is kind of complicated. I mean, the paperwork and when you're working for a corporation, mm-hmm. now the local stores, you know, it's more local and carrying local items wherever you go. But um, initially it can be a little overwhelming because you, yeah. you have to have everything in place like insurance and er- everything has to be up to code. <laughs> Which is good because that's why people shop there because they know everything's, you know, above board. But it's also great that, like you said, the lady from Fabsy was there with you to do yeah. that. That's, that's a really nice thing to have and to have them support you and, and be there, you know, and, and for you and I'm sure many others as well that they've done the same yeah. work for. Like just just to have that, you know, basically on, on your doorstep to help out is uh, it's a real blessing to have that. Yes, they have. They have been great. I don't know what I would have done without them. Yeah. So, I mean, what, I guess, you know, sadly, I'm sure COVID last year with farmers markets and stuff and events wasn't, didn't yeah. happen, but now things are starting to open up this year. Um, do you have anything coming up that, that you're excited to, you know, to, to get into? And obviously, you know, we're getting almost in July now and anything yeah. um, well, like I said, I'm part of the taste of Oklahoma event in July. And then, um, Crest Foods has a green chili hatch in August that they do three weekends in a row. And that's always exciting to be a part of. Yeah. And then um, I'm part of a little store in Sand Springs, Oklahoma called Oaky Spice and Company. And they're going to have a big salsa fest. Even though I'm not considered a salsa, I'm kind of an alternative sauce. Yeah. So that'll kind of be my first show that I've done in about a year and a half. So we'll see how that goes. <laughs> yeah, well, it'll be nice to get out and meet people, right? And, yeah. you know, give people little taste testers and, yeah. and, you know, communicate and hang out. And oh, it must have been so hard, you know, trying to sell a product when you can't be out and meet people. And, yeah. you know, it's it's much easier to sell something when, you, when you're face-to-face with someone than through social media or, you yeah. know whatever it is that you're trying to sell through. That's, you know, it's, it, I'm sure it's going to really looking forward to, hopefully it's not a 900 million degrees that it's been recently. <laughs> It'll be a nice breeze coming through. And the stores didn't do any demos either. So it was hard to keep it out there in front of the customers. Like, Hey, remember me? I'm over here on the shelf. Yeah. I know yeah. Before, we, before we started recording, you mentioned um, you got some collaborations coming up with kind of local you know, food, Instagrams, kind of social media uh, characters and, and people. Tell us a little bit about that. Um, well, his name is Brian. He's with, uh, he's a Moody Food Tulsa. He's uh, got his own blog and he does a lot of recipes and he works in conjunction with Reesers and other companies. And um, I ran into him about a year ago and he just, he has a lot of followers and stuff on Instagram. So I like to collaborate with him because it helps me also. And, but we've become friends also. Mm-hmm. And um, it's, it's really great when you meet people like that because they're just down to earth and they're, you know, everybody just wants to try to help each other. Yeah. And then you end up becoming ha- friends and having, you know, these lifelong friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, you're meeting kind of other food enthusiasts, right? Yeah. And it's yeah. the power of social media is great because someone could be following Brian from halfway around the world. You know, it's right. social media is amazing like that. And, and the fact that, you know, with the touch of a few buttons and an app, you can, you know, you can sell a product to someone who's in another state as well. And 
Well, what, have you sold products to people across the country, and and if so, like what was what was it? Feel, how does it feel when you get an order from a different state? <laughs> well, I've the only, I've had orders from California and um, te- a lot from Texas because a lot of people travel to Oklahoma. But um, the thing that's hard about my product is it has to be refrigerated, so that there has to be cold packing. And so I've kind of not done a lot of shipping lately because it's gotten so expensive. And I, I tell my customers that, and, but if they still want it and they, they want to pay the shipping, then I go right on ahead and do it. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I mean, it's like, that's you, that's loyal customers, right? Loyal fans. Yeah. And you know, <laughs> someone might've, might've and, you know, moved away or moved house down to a different state, but they love what, you know, they love your product and love what you yeah. do. So <laughs> Uh, or they'll, they'll tell me like I'm coming to Oklahoma. Can I meet up with you? You know things like I've done that a lot. Uh, my husband and I traveled through Missouri, and there was a customer there, and I met him like in Springfield, Missouri. Yeah. You know, I've, I've done things like that a lot. Yeah, that I mean, it's great though, isn't it? Like just you know through yeah. your emails and contact, and you know, it's people build a build a you know a need or I guess for for the product that you have and. And as, as a someone who's selling that, right, to have someone who says, I want to meet you when you come through town because I need that. You know, yeah, it is amazing that people go to so much trouble to get the sauce sometimes because I'm thinking in my own self, like, would I have done that? So I really appreciate it. But, yeah, you know, some friends of mine have driven to to Texas to eat in and out Burger, which is mad. But it, you're right. It's crazy that the – the level that people will go to for some something or, or yeah. food because food brings back you know so many memories and it's it's okay. it's food can be kind of an uh, I guess a spider web to to so many different things can't it it's like the center of you know someone might have the first time they might have tasted your sauce they were with their family or just little things like that it's food's just apart from <laughs> tasting amazing food does great things for community too yes. So, I mean, I appreciate their enthusiasm and their love for it because it keeps me in business. So <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it makes you, you know, it makes you happy. Right. And I'm sure it makes yeah. you look forward to retirement when you're like, I can put some more time into this now. Yeah. So. And you know, it, it makes me happy too. Cause you kind of like, you can kind of get burnt out or kind of like, just like, do I want to keep doing this? It's a lot of hard work. But then when you see people like that, who, go out of their way to get your sauce or they tell you how much they love it. That, that kind of keeps you going. Right. No doubt. Yeah. It's, uh, I mean, when reviews are amazing things aren't they? when, when people, yeah. you know, take the time to say, Hey, this is really good. You know, um, you're right. It, it keeps you going and makes you really appreciate the customers that you have, even if yeah. they're just local customers. And, you know, mm-hmm. I'm sure you, you know, many people who come to you and meet you at, farmers markets and stuff and and they've probably been there from the beginning which is which yeah. is really special so yes. for, for everyone listening what is the website how can they follow you and then how can they you know where, where can they see you i guess in person what shows and stuff are you going to be at in the future um they can follow me on instagram under augusto's green sauce i'm on facebook augusto's green sauce and then augusto's green sauce.com is my website um, basically the first show I'm going to be doing is at Salsa Fest, which is not going to be till the middle of September through the Oki Spice Company out of Sand Springs. That's going to be my first little venture. Um, but there'll be probably more opportunities as yeah. time goes on. 
And, and keeping up, I'm just looking at the website now. You have a calendar on your website that, with an events tab that says, you know, this is where we'll be at in the future, right? So that's where people yeah, can kind of so I, get it. There's not much on there right now. <laughs> yeah, but, I, I kind of went to September. <laughs> you but yes, yeah, yeah I, I try to post the shows and where I'm going to be and things yeah. like that. Great. Well, uh, Tracy, thanks so much for, for spending some time at your evening and, and sharing some of your stories and, and telling us about, I guess, those green source. Uh, like I said, I'll burn my tongue and blow my head off if I try it, but I will. Next time I come through Tulsa, I'm going to give you a call and let you know, and I'll pick some up for my wife and she can review it because I won't, um, my review would be worthless because I'll be pulling for the milk uh, and I'm trying to slow my tongue from burning. No, that's, <laughs> you know, I meet lots of couples. One's usually like spicy and one doesn't. I see it all the time. So it's okay. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, it's tough. I mean, I know, I know um, it's easy for me to go buy her stuff because it's, you know, it's, why she said it's easy. Um, well, I appreciate you contacting me and I appreciate this moment to have on with your podcast. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, thanks again. And for everyone listening, all the links and the social media links and the website that Tracy mentioned will be in the description to the podcast. You can go straight to that and order you some, some amazing source or come find out, you know, or send Tracy a message and they say, if you're coming through Tulsa, they can meet you and buy some inputs. So, for everybody listening, we will catch you next episode. Cheers. Thank you. Bye-bye. This podcast is made possible by the Made in Oklahoma program, created for Oklahoma's entrepreneurs. Their free-to-join program focuses on economic growth and development for the small businesses who grow, process, or manufacture a good within Oklahoma. Retail stores who sell Made in Oklahoma products can also benefit from their program. Above all, they encourage you to support and shop local wherever possible. Find them on Facebook and visit their website at www.madeinoklahoma.net to learn more. Thank you for listening. We are inspired by those around us and hope that you are too. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast platform and leave us a review so we can keep telling your stories. For more great Oklahoma content, follow This Is Oklahoma on Facebook and Instagram.